guys, it's Ray with Reality Baggage Claim. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone had a great weekend. This episode, wow. Uh, I have a lot of notes on it, so we're just going to get into it. But I am getting increasingly more angry with Cody and Robin as this season goes on. I don't know what it is that's different from this season versus other seasons. Well, yes, I do. All the... The facades are coming off, but this season I was ready to like flip something, throw something at the TV. Um, So yeah, let's get into it. Season 17, episode 6, Telling Truly. It aired on Sunday, October 16th of 2022. My synopsis. Janelle brings the RV home and half the family scoffs at it. Meanwhile, Cody stalls Christine in efforts to tell Truly about the move, but Truly ultimately overhears the conversation anyways. Surprise, surprise, Christine is forced to talk to her alone. All right, so the episode starts at Christine's house. Cody's coming in the back door with his stupid tripod on his phone to record something. They have a conversation about telling Truly about the move. So when Christine brings it up, Cody looks just like has this like deer in the headlights look like, what do you mean? Like Cody, you have been talking to Christine about this for, I'm guessing a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months. It looks like we're still in the beginning of summer of 2021. And you never thought like, wow, we're going to have to tell Truly about this. Like, what, you just thought she was going to move away and this conversation wasn't going to need to happen? I don't know. Christine um, wants to tell them together so that they can appear as a team. Bravo, Christine. Good. Always taking the high road. But Cody doesn't know how he feels. Um, he, <laughs> he says he's heard about kids being devastated by that kind of news, so he's been avoiding it. Wow. Like, did Robin tell him this? Like, duh, kids are going to be devastated. Your parents are getting divorced. You're moving away. But you know what? You have to tell them. You have to be a team for them. I'm just, Cody just blows, continues to blow my mind. So Cody admits he is holding out um, in hopes of a reconciliation with Christine. So... Cody, you not only are completely narcissistic and self-centered, you're also delusional in not listening to Christine or not taking her seriously and thinking, wow, maybe, maybe she's just bluffing. Maybe we're going to reconcile. Cody, probably not. Um, Cody tells Christine he wants to take Truly for a couple of days. um, And he doesn't know why he hasn't done it before. He said it's weird for him to be around Christine and he wants to get true, truly out. I wrote Trudy. He wants to get truly out of his, out of this environment into his environment <clears throat> and see what happens there. Okay, so I'm like screaming inside. You want to get this kid, this is how I see it, okay? You want to get this kid away from her mother, out of her mother's safe environment so you can what like try to get her onto your side like there's no sides here Cody you guys need to be united as a team and you're so much so busy aiming the blame at Christine like you can't even you can't even fucking see that it's oh I'm so frustrated with him 
Christine says, okay, great. Yes, please take her for a couple of days. Cody says he wants her to come over three or four days a week and he will get a bed for her. Okay, first of all, three or four days a week, that's more than half the time. Um, and he'll get a bed for her. Great. Then Christine. Christine, the ah, oh, pipes in and says, okay, good. That's wonderful. But I want a se separate bedroom for her. What are you thinking? Good for Christine saying this. Because Robin has made the point ever since they moved from Utah to Vegas that her kids need to have separate bedrooms. So you know what? If it's good for Robin's kids to have separate bedrooms, then Cody, it should be good enough for Truly to have a separate bedroom. Cody goes, oh, um, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll work on it, work it out, whatever it is. Uh-huh, yep. Um, Christine, again, she says she would love it if Cody took her for a few days. But then it's like Cody opens his mouth and Robin just like, spews right out Cody says see the thing is if you are losing something you need to give them something and it won't feel like they're losing something okay so dime store psychology one two that was definitely Robin's words because it makes absolutely no sense like I can kind of see where she's going with it but come on Cody like you're being completely like you open your mouth, Robin comes out. The jig is up. <laughs> so Robin in a confessional says she's looking forward to truly coming over to her house. But she's still holding out for a miracle that something will happen between Cody and Christine and they will reconcile. Um, <clears throat> Cody, Cody, back to the conversation with Christine uh, at her dining room bedroom table. Um, Cody says that this isn't the crap he wants her to deal with at 10 years old. Christine doesn't miss a beat and goes, yeah, well, okay, well, she's 11, but yeah. So Truly's birthday is in April. We're at least at the end of May, if not June at this point. And this dumbass doesn't even know when his kids' birthdays are. Like, I'm sure he knows when Robin and Ariella's birthday. Sorry, my cat's doing something crazy. I'm sure he knows when his other kids' birthday are, especially his little sweetie, Ariella May. Um, but, like, we don't... Co Christine's like, yeah, Cody, we need to tell her. She's a smart kid. She's going to realize it eventually. So Cody goes in a confessional and says, well, I'm really anxious in delaying this. So he's really anxious in... He's really anxious delaying this conversation. So maybe... He can think of a way to keep Christine here so he doesn't have to tell Truly at all. That way, it will be more convenient for him. Yes, that was a direct quote. Yes, I had to pause and rewind a couple of times. But are you kidding me? Like, I'm really hoping that Christine and the other wives and possibly Christine's lawyer possibly a judge, possibly a therapist are watching this and they're like, no, 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 Christine. Like, no, 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 no. This is not a healthy relationship for your child to be in. This is not healthy. Um, because he's just a fucking asshat as far as I'm concerned. So Janelle in a confessional says she gets why Christine wants to go to Utah. That's where her kids are. Christine says... Yeah, so we're back at Christine's house. Christine says, yeah, I'm packing. Like, shh, 
I'm packing up all holiday stuff. I'm packing up stuff they don't need. And I went into the garage and you need to take the rest of your shit out of the garage. So she packed up his stuff a few months ago and he still hasn't taken it out of the garage. Christine's like, yeah, let's go look. I'll show you. And Cody's like, nope, I know it's there. I'll get it later. Cody goes back into a confessional this time saying he didn't take it yet because he didn't give Christine permission to move him out. How many times throughout 17 seasons have we heard, hey, if you're not happy here, you can go. The door is open. You can go. Nobody is a prisoner here. Nobody's stuck here. Well, Christine finally took him up on that and he's being a big man baby and not moving his stuff out because he didn't get permission. He didn't give permission to Christine to move him out. Oh, my, my. And he's just, I can't even look at him this season. He is just, ugh. Anyways, then Cody goes on to ask her if she wants a part of her food storage. Now, food storage is that big room they had in the basement in Lehigh in Christine's apartment, which was probably half of Christine's basement apartment. And it was their dry storage, their like apocalypse, apocalyptic when shit hits the fan storage. It's a Mormon thing. They think that, you know, the economy is going to crash and they need food for their entire huge family. So Cody asks her if he wants her share of it. She said, no, it's the family's. I don't want it. She said, just take it. And then we get all the wives, you know, going in a confessional. Robin says, yeah, it's cultural. You need food for basically the end of the world, as Robin says. Christine explains, again, it's a Mormon thing. Cody explains it. Janelle explains it. Mary says, yeah, I don't do it. We never did. My family didn't do it. Like, I have water, but that's about it. I don't have a whole bunch of food storage. Okay. So, Christine just wants it out. She doesn't want it. She's not a part of the Mormon faith or their faith. She doesn't know where she stands religiously. And this is the best part. She isn't going to live in fear like that and then Cody Cody says this done this as a backstab because she could have started talking to me about our relationship a long time ago and she did it and she drops this on me then the next thing comes then the next thing comes and to me it seems really really rushed she's been ready to get out the door from the time that she told me she wanted me to stop staying Yes, Cody, you victim. She sprung this right on you. Out of the blue, you had no idea. So let's take a little trip back in time, Cody. Okay, season one, I don't want another wife. Season two through six, I'm struggling with jealousy. Season seven through 14, we're in therapy and I'm still struggling with this relationship. Season 15, I don't want to live in one house because I'm struggling with our relationship. Season 16, I'm struggling with this. Cody, are you that fucking stupid? That fucking self-centered, narcissistic, naive? Like, are you kidding me right now? Like, those words actually left your mouth in a non-joking man. Like, really? Wow. Just, 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 wow. So, our takeaway from this is Cody is a victim and Christine just drop this on his lap. 
okay, sure. We come back from the confessional. Christine says, dude, I'm ready to go. I've been moving so slow just to accommodate you, frankly. I would have been gone already. Cody again says he isn't ready to tell truly. And Christine is going to um, validate. No, that's not the right word. Acknowledge his wishes. Accept his wishes. I can't think of the right word right now. But anyway, she's going to listen to him. And she's not going to tell truly yet because she is a good mom. Cody says more douchey things, whatever. Then we cut to Janelle picking up the RV. So we have Janelle and Cody and the kids, which weren't mentioned in the whole B&B scene. But we have Janelle, Cody, it looks like Savannah and Gabriel went up to, maybe it was Northern Utah. They didn't really tell us to pick up the RV. They were driving back. They decided to stop at Mary's B&B to break up the trip. So Janelle and Cody sleep in one of the rooms, and like I said, Savannah and Gabe are there, but they're not mentioned. Where did they sleep? We don't know. Um, but we see Savannah run up to give Mary a hug goodbye, and Gabe is just like walking away. They drive off with the IV. The IV. They drive off with the IV. <laughs> they drive off with the RV, and you see the scariness that's around Mary's Mary's uh, bed and breakfast. Like it's like a old house plopped in the middle of a bunch of dilapidated old houses. So when I do the Mary's super fancy retreat episode, I will be Google earthing and looking into what is around her BNB because anytime they've shot it before, it did not look like it was in the middle of ick. So to be determined. Um, let's see where we are. Da, 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 da. Oh, Janelle says, wow, thanks, Mary. This is peaceful here. I don't know why I haven't stayed here before. Oh, wait, yes, I do, because it's haunted, and she doesn't do haunted. Then Mary says she's glad they're happy customers, and then, of course, Mary can't say anything nice without saying something rude. She's like, well, <laughs> free customers, because they didn't pay. <laughs> well, they didn't eat either, so I guess that's fine that they didn't pay. They didn't get fed. Like, was that necessary, Mary? Like, Mary's the kind of person that seems like she says something bitchy just to be bitchy. Like, she could have totally left that out and it would have been fine. But I think Mary has a drinking problem. And that would explain her personality change between season, like, 15 and now. Or seasons 1 through 15 and then 15, 16, and 17. But anyways... Don't want to start any rumors. That's just my personal. That's just my personal opinion. Mary's comedy show seems a lot like my comedy show after a couple of vodka sodas. Just saying. So Cody said he likes the room so much because it has an outside entrance. And he jokes that he wants to buy the room. And Mary says, ha, ha, ha. Well, he can buy the room, but I don't think he'll like the stipulations. <laughs> Meaning he can buy the room if he'll sleep with me in it. Mary, you're tired, sex jokes. Like, enough. Just enough. Go get your vibrator and whatever. Because you're not going to get Cody. And I don't know why you want Cody at this point. I really don't. Anyways, Mary explains that they've reopened the B&B. And Mary has been traveling back and forth for a couple of months now. Trying to figure out what's going to happen with it. She said her friend might stay there, but... 
She doesn't know yet. Well, fast forward. We know her friend does end up saying there are Fridays with friends. Her friend Jen. Jen, I don't know Jen's last name. It doesn't really matter. Ends up staying at the B&B to help Brendan. So Mary tours the IV. Mary likes it. Cody's a jackass. Again, I don't want to live in a trailer. Blah, blah, blah. And then Cody says, oh, well, we got to go. I have to rush back to test because he's been too many places. Then we get Janelle in a confessional. And I love Janelle. This I love Janelle anyways. I had liked Janelle from probably, I don't know, a couple seasons in. At first she was like, a, I, she was hard to read at first. Um, and I really didn't get her sense of humor, but I really liked Janelle now. And she says she explains that Cody can't be away from Robin's little kids for more than two or three days. So it cuts all of their trips short. He needs to do a rapid test to make sure he doesn't have COVID to go home to the little kids. Well, we already know that Cody isn't vaccinated. So if he's so worried about COVID, then there's something you can do for COVID. I'm not saying that vaccinations are right for everybody, but if you believe in something and you're afraid of it, and you don't want to pass it to your family, well, there's something you can do to help that. I'm just saying, Cody, just, just, you know, I don't want to infringe on your personal freedoms or your personal rights or your control of your family, but I'm um, just letting you know. Anyways, I could go off on that tangent forever. So Cody explains he's been away from the little kids for quite a while. Those were his exact words. And we already know it wasn't quite a while. I would call quite a while over a week. We know it was two to three days. And he says, he's still trying to protect the little ones from COVID. And he appreciates when his wives will allow him to protect them. He appreciates the support. Go fuck yourself, Cody. That is a direct dig at Christine and uh, maybe a partial dig at Janelle. I don't know, but we already know that it's you and Robin against the world, and go fuck yourself. Anyways, he hugs Mary to say goodbye, and they are off. Um, Cody says he feels like his relationship with Mary is good at this point, but it is not a marriage situation. It is an amiable, direct quote, relationship, but he doesn't think it fulfills Mary. He doesn't know how it could fulfill Mary. But who cares, right? Because he's still getting it somewhere else. So <laughs> screw Mary. And then he explains he is in the galls. Oh, the galls of bitterness with Christine. But he has a fondness for Mary now that they're getting along. He doesn't know what has been healed. But all his betrayal goes to Christine now. So now Mary is in the clear. So Cody is one of those people that can't be friends with more than one person at a time. Apparently, like he has to have a problem with somebody. So now his betrayal has shifted to Christine. So now Mary is free. So I'm sure Mary is going to watch this and be like bacon, rice, crispy treats and dropping him off at Robin's house to try to lure him back to the inn because, uh, yeah, Mary is thirsty as we have seen. Um, so we're back in Flagstaff. We're trying to park the RV on the property. Cody really can't back up the trailer. He's like, oh, wow, gee, it's so big. I mean, this is Cody who grew up on a ranch. And I've seen horse trailers. I've seen cow trailers. They're big. Like, if you grew up on a ranch, you know how to back this shit up. Anyways. 
Cody reminds us again, yet another time, that he would have never bought this RV. We know, Cody. We don't know. We know you don't like your wives using their little delicate lady brains to make decisions, okay? He says, well, if we were a normal couple, uh, I mean, a monogamous couple, okay, nice save, Cody, we would have had to agree on this. Okay, like, enough, enough, Cody, Christine moves your stuff out without asking your permission, Janelle bought this RV without asking your permission, you are at your mansion up on the hill, okay, and you don't see anything else that goes on, and then you get mad, you don't want to be a part of anything else, but then you get mad when you're not a part of anything else, you have to choose one or the other, Cody Brown, you have to let this be your family, all of them, not just Robin, or you have to get the fuck over yourself. Like, enough is enough. He's just driving me nuts this episode. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, again, Cody is a victim. He has no choices in his life, blah, blah, blah. All of his choices were made for him. Back at Christine's house. So we know Yezebel is moving to North Carolina. Gwen is moving out. The three of them are sitting in the room packing. Um, Cody and Mary weigh in that they're not surprised that Gwen, not Gwen, Jezebel is moving with, uh, Maddie and Caleb because they are close. Not surprised. Um, Christine talks about Gwendolyn and Christine doesn't talk about Gwendolyn very much. So I found this interesting, um, slightly sad and slightly, I was slightly saddened for Gwendolyn. Anyways. Um, Christine talks about Gwendolyn saying her humor is mostly inappropriate and uncomfortable. So Gwendolyn, according to her own social media, is self-proclaimed autistic. Um, do we know if she's gotten any diagnostic tests? Probably not, but we don't know. Um, do we know if Christine knows this or is in agreement with it? No, we have no idea. But Gwendolyn herself says that she is autistic. So by Christine saying her humor is mostly inappropriate and makes her feel uncomfortable, kind of an ick, Christine, kind of, eh, that's it's not really nice to say that. But this episode and, you know, Mariah, I'm sorry, Leon had an entire episode dedicated to their coming out. We get a cameo, not even, we get Gwen and Jezebel talking and Gwen says, yeah, it's Pride Month. You have to be nice to me. It's Pride Month. Gwen goes in a confessional and says that she is bisexual. She is attracted to men and women and non-binary people. Okay, so that wouldn't make her bisexual. That would make her pansexual. I hope she knows that. Um, but anyways, good for you, Gwen. Like, thank you. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for being, showing your truth in a family, especially a father that... I can't imagine that that would be easy for you. So thank you for showing your truth. Um, and Christine's really cool about it. Christine is like super cool about it. Christine said that when, and she says Mariah in the clip. Um, but I'm going to say when Leon came out, um, she, Christine knew that Gwen was also gay immediately. Um, she says that they've had great conversations about it through the years. And Christine even tells us some of her celebrity crushes, Blake Lively, Kelly Clarkson, and Emily Blunt, she says. 
she says they're just beautiful. It's not going to go any farther, you know, in Christine's jovial voice um, because she's straight. Okay. So that was such a teeny part of the episode. And you know what? Gwen deserves more as far as I'm concerned. Um, Christine says we're back to Yasabelle's moving that Cody got Yasabelle a car. Um, but I guess this was his only contribution to the trip because he can't be there physically. We learned that Cody is not going to come, but he gets her a car. So he can't be there physically or emotionally for her, but he thinks he's there and he thinks he has done his duty because he threw money at the situation to get a car. I grew up like that. And you know what? Cody Brown, that's not enough, P.S. Uh, I hope you learned that. That is that is nowhere near enough. Anyways, Cody says he spends most of his time with Yezebel doing work to draw her out of herself. He doesn't know. Oh, wait. He doesn't think he is that much of an over. This is what he says. Sorry, I had to get the direct quote right. Okay, so Cody, number one, um, you aren't going because you don't like her behavior, just like you don't like her mother's behavior, you don't like her behavior by saying you have to draw her out of herself. Um, and number two, I'm sure you did a whole lot over the years to make your relationship with Yasabelle what it is right now, but there are two issues just glaring at me. One, you have emotionally alienated her mother for at least the past 10 to 12 years, and she has seen it. And two, you couldn't be bothered to attend her surgery, you fucking asshole. Like, really? Like, is he? I'm just wondering at this point after this episode that pretty much gave me a headache. Is he just doing this for theatrical value or is he really this fucking much of an asshole I I don't know because at this point it's kind of comical it's like really like you know this is going to be on tape right bro like you know that people are going to be able to see this and you're not talking to yourself in the mirror or in your closet or in your convertible driving around in your office like people are actually gonna see this so what are we doing here what are we doing anyway Anyways, he doesn't know why she isn't talking to him or opening up to him, uh, but he's open and has no idea. So, <laughs> and then TLC, thank you, in all your infinite, wonderful, cutting ways to put these shows together, uh, does a flashback to the bitter old housewife conversation prior to the surgery. <sighs> then Cody says, yeah, she's probably upset I didn't go to the surgery. But there are people depending on me more than Yezebel. Translation, my new obedient family are more important than you, your mom, and the rest of the family. And then we hear it. Christine turned her against me. Oh, for the love of God. Christine has their ear and Cody doesn't. And Christine is such a monster. and She's turning all of her kids against him. I don't... I'm just baffled. I'm really, I'm just so, I'm just so baffled by the audacity that this man has. Um, 
anyways, we cut to Yezabel in a confessional. She weighs in on her relationship with her dad. She's like, eh, yeah, it's fine. But she's going to miss her mom more because her and her dad aren't very close, but he is still her dad. She thinks that they both deserve to be happy um, because you can't be happy in a loveless marriage. So we have an 18-year-old that says that. This 18-year-old is more insightful than her father. Uh, Gwendolyn goes in a confessional, says, yeah, her and Yezebel have gotten close in Flagstaff and she's going to miss her a lot. Yezebel doesn't think her relationship with her moms, her other moms or her other siblings is going to change with her mom leaving. They were always her moms. They were always her siblings. And she wants them in her life forever. Wonderful. That's great. Um, which is the way it should be. Absolutely the way it should be. Um, the only family that's showing any difference is Robin's family. Robin's spoiled, entitled, arrogant little prick of children. Anyways, that's how I feel about them. All right, so we have the whole family going to the property to see the RV. Christine and the girls are there first. They're happy for Janelle, but they're worried about Savannah. Cody says in a confessional, Mary, Robin, and Christine wouldn't live in an RV. None of us want to live in an RV. Well, Cody, we already know that, okay? Enough's enough. Janelle admits, yeah, it probably won't save me a ton of money other than rent, but it engages me with the land. So Janelle wants to be on that land. And we find out in a few minutes, Janelle wants to be on that land. And she thinks she's the only one that wants to be on that land. Um, Mary shows up. She's walking there talking to Janelle. Cody walks right by Mary. Janelle says, hi, honey, to Cody. Cody walks right by and doesn't even say hello to Mary. Like, she's there. Just doesn't even say hello. What a fucking asshole. What a fucking asshole. Anyways, uh, Janelle says that she isn't 100% sure that anybody wants to move out on the property before anymore. Christine's leaving. She would be shocked, she says, if Cody, Mary, and Robin would move out there. But she says it's fine. Whatever. She will just build her house and have a great view and no neighbors. Robin, Robin pipes in in a confessional and says it's still the dream for her to build and she thinks that they're going to pull it off, but she didn't realize the real estate issues they were going to have. Meaning the ones your husband's making up to keep everybody separate because he does not want, he doesn't want all these women together. I am convinced of it. He doesn't want all these women together. And I really think it's because when Robin says, well, Cody does leave, I think Cody does leave. And he says he's going to Janelle's. And where the fuck does he go? That's what I want to know. That is what I want to know. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Mary says she's losing excitement because she doesn't think anybody, especially Cody, wants it anymore. Um, Robin shows up with a puss on her face to look at the trailer. So we have in a confessional, Robin says she isn't a big fan of trailers and she doesn't think anyone should have to live in one. Okay, put that in your back pocket. But she's going to put on her happy face, which is really just her normal looking sourpuss face. Um, She's going to put on her happy face and be happy for them anyways. Okay, your highness. uh, If I remember correctly, three, uh, you and your three oldest spawn lived in a trailer like in an actual trailer, not an RV. 
um, on purpose to build something. You lived in an actual single ride trailer without heat with your three oldest kids when they were younger before you found this family to mooch off of. So guess what? Robin, I don't think anyone should have to live in a trailer. Get the fuck over yourself, okay? You are not this... Oh, God, I just, I just can't stand her. Anyways, they're all there. They're making fun of Janelle's RV storage that she has, like the under the under storage things. Then Christine asks Savannah if she's excited to do this. And Savannah says, yeah, she's excited when she learns she got her own room and her bathroom. All right, so we know Savannah's on board. Great. Christine says she's impressed with Savannah's attitude. They all look around at the trailer. Christine is surprised how big it is. They think it is better. They all think it's better than they thought it would be. So Savannah is excited to show everyone her bunk room. Christine hypes her up, so she's excited for um, Cody. He says he won't use the bathroom. Uh, it's, I guess it's beneath him to use a trailer bath. It's too small. Where will he shower? He will shower somewhere else. He will shower. He's like, oh, I guess I'll have to try. Uh, I guess I'll have to shower somewhere else. Translation, you're going to shower at Robin's. Like, why? Why are we still, why are we still pretending like you don't primarily live at Robin's? Okay. Why? Why? Why are we still doing this? I, I don't understand. I really, so much baffles me. We don't get the entire truth from this family. And I think that's the problem. Like so many unanswered questions. Um, where were we? Okay. So we're back to Cody complaining about the trailer, bathroom, whatever. Cody says the bed is big enough, but there is nowhere to put his suitcase. And then <laughs> TLC did Janelle wrong this time. So they, they, do a pan out of the trailer and the property. And then they pan to Robin's mansion with a voiceover from Cody saying, man, the contrast I'll be living in between Janelle's and Robin's is going to be so significant. Uh, I get the exercise I need at Janelle's house and uh, I won't even be able to move my elbow. And uh, I mean, I get the exercise I need at Robin's and um, I won't even be able to move my elbow at Janelle's. <sighs> Cody. Cody. I'm so over Cody Brown. I'm just, I'm so, so over him. Okay. So here comes Robin and her two smug daughters. They go into Savannah's bedroom and somebody, I think it was Savannah says, oh, here's the bath. And they're like, wow, that's a tiny bath. It's more like a foot wash. All right. So this is where Robin's wrong. This is where Robin has done her kids dirty because you know what Janelle's kids Christine's kids Leon's checked out but Janelle and Christine's kids have been raised by strong women by strong women who have taught their children manners Robin's little bitches are exactly the little bitch that Robin is and it's disgusting. If you don't have anything nice to say with your thin little inbred ass lips, then don't fucking say anything at all as far as I'm concerned. I just wanted to punch her right in the face. And then it gets worse. Aurora walks out of the bathroom after calling her bath a foot wash. Um, 
And she knows that this is Savannah's room, mind you. And she goes, oh, are these beds going to be like for doggies? And then Robin goes, no, this is Savannah's bedroom. Are you kidding me right now, Robin? Are you kidding me with your little snotty ass daughters? Like, shut up. This is her sibling. Just because you don't agree with something, you don't poo-poo on other people's choices, okay? That's like the biggest thing that is wrong with this country at the moment. And Robin Brown, you are just a manifestation of all of it. Anyways, are these going to be for the doggies? We hear Cody in the background. Yeah, the dogs are going to be outside. And Janelle says, yeah, they will not be living outside. Janelle says she has two dogs. One of them was hers. One of them was her mother's. Cody says that the bedroom is a sacred place for him and his wives to associate, quote, associate with each other in a variety of ways, i.e. fuck when she's ovulating so she can get pregnant. And the dogs shouldn't be there. Okay, so last we know, Robin's six-year-old five-year-old at the time, now six-year-old daughter, was still sleeping in bed with you guys, okay? So, um, and that's where you are every night. So if Janelle wants to have her dogs in bed um, when you're not there, six nights out of the week, fucking let her, you fucking idiot. Okay. So, uh, Cody says, yeah, well, you're going to have to pick between me and the dog. (laughs) And Janelle, (laughs) Janelle goes, I'm sorry, you are here every three to four nights. I'm going to choose the dogs. I'm going to always choose the dogs. I'm going to choose the kids. I'm going to choose the dogs. Sorry. That's what Cody Brown needs to hear. We get Mary in a confessional explaining that the three of them lived in a three-bedroom mobile home when they first got married. Um, Cuts back to all of them at the property. Christine's like, peace out. I got to go somewhere. And um, Christine says she wishes to know the best. Oh, my dog's walking around. Sorry. She wishes to know the best, but she doesn't think Cody is going to be happy there. Christine says he likes his routine. He likes his stuff. He likes a bigger house. She's quiet for a second. And then she says, it's just another excuse for him to stay at Robin's. I'm sorry, but it is. We get Cody in a confessional. He says, Robin makes it convenient for him to be there. She enforces slash reinforces his relationship with his children. Basically, Robin is like, you listen to your father above everything and he has to stay here. He has to be with me. I am nothing without him and I don't know what I will do without him. I am not independent at all and I need my husband to tell me everything to do. That's Robin. Um, But again, Robin is the obedient wife and she forces her kids to be as well. But Robin, Robin, thoughts and prayers for everybody. Robin is praying for Janelle and Cody that they can figure out life in the RV, i.e., uh, one day a week in the RV for Cody. Um, Cody, Cody then says, if you aren't around for a wife, she will take it personally. But in this case, this is a direct quote too. Janelle has a tiny kitchen and bathroom. And if he isn't around, she would feel marginalized, but she has made 
choices that are a major inconvenience for him and his lifestyle just because she wanted the RV. Well, Cody, sorry that um, she didn't want to overpay for her shit house. Sorry that she couldn't find another house to rent or buy. And she's the only one that wants to make your dreams on Coyote Pass a reality. So uh, what I see is Janelle's taking steps for the future. Cody just sees it as a major inconvenience for himself. He goes, I have hot water at Robbins. Why am I going to sit here and suffer with your choices? I hope Janelle, I know they have all said they don't watch the show, but I really hope Janelle saw this. And I really hope Janelle is gone. Like gone. Like not a part of it anymore. Maybe Janelle can take all the property. I don't know. But I don't. It's, it just continues to baffle my mind. Cody then says it is what it is. Janelle made a choice. Okay. So we cut back to Christine's house and Christine tells us that she was on the phone with McKelty and uh, McKelty says something. Christine goes, yeah, I'm excited to move too. And Christine hears a gasp behind her. And it is truly and truly has overheard the conversation. So we get an off-camera thing. It's an off-camera conversation for sensitivity of the matter. So Christine comes back in a solo cell phone confessional crying, saying that that was the worst conversation of her life. Truly just overheard a conversation. So she says she sat her down and she said they're moving to Utah, but there's more. And she said, it's just you and me that are moving. Truly then said, are you and dad getting a divorce? Um... And then Christine decided instead of telling Truly that they're going to get a divorce and having every time Cody comes over, she obsesses on how they interact with a false sense of hope that they would get back together. Christine and says, Christine instead says, no, we are already divorced. Truly starts crying again. Christine says that she didn't know when she did not know they were divorced until that second she said there's no piece of paper because they aren't legally married she asked truly hey have you noticed anything different truly says no have you noticed he isn't sleeping here truly said no christine says that they have been alone there and if they stay there after this divorce after this separation of her and Cody physically that they would be more lonely than ever and she needs to be with her family we get Cody he wants a relationship with the kids and he says and I quote especially the young and vulnerable ones translation the ones that haven't realized the giant bag of douche that he is Cody says Christine has set truly up already Poisoned the well, as Cody Brown likes to say. Well, you know, your dad's never here anyways. And she is leading truly down a road. And if his relationship with his younger kids is bad, it is not his fault. Because it is the mother that turned them against their father. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you like, really? Really, bro? So Christine 
Cody says Christine needs excuses to leave. So he has been setting, she has been setting this whole thing up for a long time just to justify this to her children. Like, um, I really, really, really hope that Christine has contacted a lawyer for a custody agreement because just what he's saying my worry is on truly my worry is on truly being alone with robin and cody in that house and cody is convinced that christine poisons the kids minds so i'm afraid cody is going to try to turn truly against her mother um just from all the shit he's saying solely from all of the shit he is saying uh christine tells us truly wants to be alone so she goes to her room to cry Christine says that she will remember this day for the rest of her life as the day she broke Truly's heart. She knows it's the right thing to do, but today was just really, really hard, and she feels like a cruddy mom today. And then we find out she needs to go tell Cody. That Truly already knows. All right, end of episode. Uh, says preview for next time. Cody goes to Texas to officiate a wedding alone during covid and he can't go to the surgery and he can't go to drive the Isabel cross country. But Cody can do what Cody wants to do, but he can't do what um, anybody else except Robin wants him to do is the way it seems. Anyways, Cody goes to officiate a wedding. Um, Christine's talking about putting the house on the market and Cody suggests that she uses the money from selling the house to pay off Coyote Pass so Janelle can build. This is going to be an interesting episode coming up. All right, guys. Uh, sorry about my tangents, but Cody Brown just infuriates me more than anybody on TV, I think, has ever infuriated me in my life. But you know what? I'm going to continue watching because I love to watch a dumpster fire and that's where we are the dumpster fire that is the brown family so please rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts follow me on instagram at reality baggage claim you can email me reality baggage claim at gmail.com and i will be back later this week with a social media update episode and the Mary B&B retreat episode, which I'm currently working on now, that might be out before the social media episode. Um, social media really, not so much is going on this week so far. But we do, this weekend, coming up, the 22nd, I believe, we have Logan and Michelle's wedding. Logan being the son of Cody and Janelle. So that will be interesting. I don't know who's going to post things about the wedding, um, but that is definitely going to be interesting to see who's there, how they interact, et cetera, et cetera. So if we get enough from that wedding, I will um, make a whole episode about that as well. But if we don't, it'll just be in a social media roundup next week. All right. So thank you guys for listening and I hope you have a great rest of the week. Bye.